0: 10 O, the podcast by Train Like a Gymnast. I'm your host, Danielle Gray. 10 O brings together gymnasts, former gymnasts, coaches, judges, and gymnastics enthusiasts to delve into deep conversations about behavior, mental state, physical training, personal growth, success, and more, all learned through the sport of gymnastics. Here's what you can expect on today's episode. Today we hear from Jessica Bugdanov about how she pushes her body to the next level and steps outside of her comfort zone.
1: You know, although I do like to train a lot of different things like I said like I did you know I'll train rhythmic one day and then calisthenics you know whatever after a while it does get repetitive and it does actually start to make it difficult for me to want to train I start to lose motivation Mm -hmm. and I'm like I've done this before and I've done that before and I did this like I want to do something else so like For me, that's when that like drive comes in to like go and step out of that comfort zone and be like, you know what? I'm actually going to push myself for once Yeah. because I feel like now that I've gotten so comfortable doing the same thing over and over again, it no longer feels as challenging as it did from the start. So I like to go and do something different and be like, you know what? This is something I've never done. And I know that it's going to be challenging because it's, you know, something very new to me. So I like and go step out of my comfort zone in that situation and just go for it and try something different.
0: But first, a word from our sponsor. Welcome to the Tenno Podcast, Jessica. Um, Go ahead and give like an introduction of who you are if people haven't heard about you.
1: My name is Jessica and I am a calisthenics athlete. I am a former rhythmic gymnast. I also am a pole dancer and a hand balancer.
0: (laughs) Yay, all the fun things in the world. Um, So how would you say that gymnastics has affected, you know, your life and who you are as a person?
1: I would say that it has taught me a lot uh, in terms of discipline, in terms of being hardworking, and in terms of patience. Uh, I've noticed throughout my life that when I apply those things to like, you know, school, for example, or like, you know, anything else aside from rhythmic, it has definitely helped me become, you know, better or, you know, in school or just in general with like how I am, you know, in life. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, um, I just noticed like, when I'm you know in school for example like I apply like the hard working aspect because you know in gymnastics you're either working hard or you're you know not a gymnast because otherwise they'll just (laughs) kick you out of the team yeah you know you you learn to apply that to like other things you know and work as well like if you're working you are you know disciplined you're patient you're hard working as well yeah so you apply it to everything
0: yeah so you take really the hard working part as well I know um, like a lot of the times it's also time management because, you know, growing up or doing a sport, any sport, especially gymnastics, like when you're in school, like you have to balance practice. It's just like being a student athlete. You have to balance practice with your school or with, you know, all of that. And so you have to figure out that time management. So, um, is, does that affect kind of like how you balance your life as well, like time management, or is it mainly like the hardworking and the discipline? Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, time management, yes, but lately, honestly, I've I haven't been so good with my time management. (laughs) (laughs) It's always like I leave everything to the last minute and just like get it done. But like, you know, that like gymnast mentality is like you have to get it done. Like if I don't get it done, it like gives me (laughs) anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really good.
0: So I mean, if people haven't seen your Instagram, like they definitely should go there. But I wanna know what motivates you to like keep training the way you do, and do gymnastics in public, because, like, I have that little fear of, like, okay, if I do this, someone's gonna come yell at me and be, like, oh, you can't do that because, like, you're gonna get hurt, and we're not responsible for that, and I just, like, that. that's just a belief I have that limits me and stops me from doing it, but I know I could, Mm -hmm. so what, Mm -hmm. like, motivates you to just be, like, I got this and just do it?
1: So, I mean, usually, like, the places that I choose to do, like, all that public (laughs) stuff is usually, like, far away from security to make sure (laughs) that I don't get in trouble I like look around I'm like okay there's no cops nobody's gonna stop me I'm just gonna go and quickly do my thing and then like that's it and run away But like I don't know I just like get motivated honestly I see like you know I see a challenge and I'm like oh that'd be so cool if I just like went and did a handstand push-up on that thing right there and I look around and I'm like okay nobody's here I'm gonna quickly go right over there and attempt (laughs) it and then I attempt it I'm like yes
0: did it oh I love that I did it. so you so you check your surroundings first and then you also yeah. have the certainty like just knowing that like if you do it like you can do it you're not gonna fall like you, ha- you have that ability that it's so like ingrained in you that you know you can do it so how does that confidence help you as well like versus oh that'd be so cool if I could do that but I'm just like I don't know if I could like hit it so does that make sense like yeah if you're gonna try something harder. Like how did, how does Mm -hmm. the certainty help you do it?
1: So like the thing that like about it is I usually practice it at the gym that I work at and I practice it like on different like elevations to like challenge myself. And like, for example, like I like to do my handstand push-ups on a bar and like I've gotten so used to doing it on the high bar at the, the gym that I work at that now anything that's lower than that for me feels like. That's not that scary because I can do it so much higher. So that's why, like, when I go outside, I'm like, okay, I'll start off low because it is outside. There are no mats, and I can't, like, you know, you know, if I get injured, I get injured. So I figured, you know, I'll start off low and then gradually, like, challenge myself until I'm like, okay, this is too too high. (laughs) I I I should probably get down. Yeah.
0: So I mean, like, that's that's amazing because so so you're all about training like, above a skill level that you need so that anything else becomes easier. Is that sound yes. accurate? Yeah. Um, so, how often do you train? Are, since you say you work at a gym, so, do, I mean, obviously, you get kind of, like, free reign in the gym. So, how mm-hmm. often do you train yourself versus, you know, training other people?
1: Um, honestly, I train six days a week, but it's not like intensive like every single day super intensive but I feel like I can't go a day without just like moving yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. if I'm just sitting at home all day it just I just feel so like I don't know just like sad like I (laughs) I need to go and like (laughs) do do something yeah and it can vary you know it's not necessarily like I'm going and doing like you know, calisthenics every single day. I can go right. and like lift weights one day. I can go pull one day. I can go work yeah. on like my hand balancing one day. So it's not like super intensive, you know, crazy workouts six days a week. But yeah. I do tend to like work out basically every day, if not, yeah, seven days a week sometimes. And the cool thing about that is, is you have the cross
0: training. You're not just doing one thing, so you, it feels like you're never doing the same thing. Almost like you get to switch it up. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what I, probably keeps the fun
1: yeah I don't like sticking to one thing in fact uh-huh. like lately yeah. I've been actually like trying to do parkour because I'm like you know what I want to try something different I want to try yeah. something new and I don't want to just like stick to the basics I like to challenge myself so I love the, the basics <laughs> <laughs> well like basics in terms yeah. of like for me like yeah. it already feels like basic because I'm yeah. doing the same thing all the time so I'm like you're let really me just step at. out of my comfort zone yes. and do something else
0: that's huge. So with regards to that and like mentality because so many people i i i'm guilty of this is like <clears throat> doing what you're good at because you're good at mm-hmm. it and yeah and like you just said you want to step outside your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. men- mentality wise what drives you to want to seek discomfort and that extra push of like maybe i I won't be good at this but i want to try it.
1: Yeah. So for me personally is you know, although I do like to train a lot of different things, like I said, like I did, you know, I'll train rhythmic one day, and then calisthenics, you know, whatever. After a while, it does get repetitive. And it does actually start to make it difficult for me to want to train, I start to lose motivation. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've done this before. And I've done that before. And I did this, like, I want to do something else. So like, For me, that's when that like drive comes in to like go and step out of that comfort zone and be like, you know what? I'm actually going to push myself for once Yeah. because I feel like now that I've gotten so comfortable doing the same thing over and over again, it no longer feels as challenging as it did from the start. So I like to go and do something different and be like, you know what? This is something I've never done. And I know that it's going to be challenging because it's, you know, something very new to me. So I like and go step out of my comfort zone in that situation and just go for it and try something different
0: yeah oh I love that and what's the reward from that so like you know it's challenging and it's new and it's different and then once you prove to yourself that you can do it like how do you feel
1: oh it feels amazing I'm like wow I can actually jump (laughs) (laughs) because like if you think about it to a certain extent you know like calisthenics feels like mostly upper body work mm-hmm. Um, pole dancing tends yeah. to feel like mostly upper body work hand balancing yeah. Yeah. mostly upper body work parkour mostly legs <laughs> <laughs> that's so true so for me I'm like oh my god I have like zero um like confidence in my legs like it feels like I don't trust my own legs so mm. when they say oh jump from A to B I'm like say what (laughs) yeah (laughs) i Yeah, like how how do you just like jump from one rail to another rail (laughs) they're like I totally said yeah yeah so so
0: speaking of like before parkour how did you I'm going off on tangents but how did you train your legs because that was an issue for me too because like like you said it's so much upper body and that kind of thing mm -hmm. like what were you doing before parkour to cross train your legs
1: um so I also lift weights Right. So I've been doing a lot of weightlifting and a lot of squatting, a lot of deadlifting, um, to help me build up the muscle mass and have like an even um, you know, body composition. Whatever. Right. Uh, right. but like although I've been lifting weights for, like, four or five years already, it's still so different than doing, you know, like, plyometrics. Mm -hmm. And functional
0: work, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly, so, like, you know, yeah, I can squat, like, a heavy weight, but I can't jump, (laughs) like, (laughs) I mean, I can jump, but, like, I can't, you know, jump from, like, A to B and feel confident just because I have the strength in my legs, so it's very different, but, you know, my legs are just for show. (laughs)
0: I totally feel that. Um, on Monday I worked out with Michael Vasquez and like mm-hmm. he like thrashed me. I'm not, I'm surprisingly not sore. Um, but we like did cardio and like sprints on sand and I was like, mm-hmm. um what is this? We did something else for like abs. And he was like, Come on, move. And I was like, My abs are for show. I'm really like, <laughs> they're strong, but like I haven't I haven't conditioned them in the way that he does. I love yeah. that. And you mentioned a little while ago about like some days you you know feel unmotivated. So mm-hmm. like How do you handle those lulls and the frustrating training days and exhaustion? Um, You know, like, how do you work through that? What do you tell yourself?
1: So for me personally, that is the most difficult thing that I actually go through as an athlete is I go through very long periods of, like, I wouldn't say, like, depression, but, like, I just feel extremely unmotivated to the point where it feels like I'm just depressed and I just don't feel like doing anything at all. Mm. And um honestly, I would say that like when I reach like, you know, that like point where it feels like I'm at like rock bottom where like there's zero motivation. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do anything but sit at home and eat ice cream all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And watch romantic comedies. (laughs) Okay, we're late. We can all relate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um I don't know, like, sometimes, like, the weirdest things will spark my interest, like, you know, it could be, like, somebody doing something on Instagram that was, like, really cool, and I'll be, like, you know what, that's really cool, I actually kind of want to try that, or even sometimes music, like, music helps me so much, if I hear a song that really inspires me, or really makes me want to, like, move my body, I will, like, go, and, like, I'll either pull to it, I'll do handstands to it, I'll, you know, whatever, whatever that song, like, puts me in the mood for, I'll go and do that, Um and and also like this might sound like I don't know like kind of lame or whatever, but like my favorite quote is keep moving forward. So like no matter what, no matter how I feel, like I always tell myself to keep moving forward and that kind of helps me like, you know, get my ass up, go to the gym, go work out, go do something because you know, at the end of the day, like you need to like force yourself out of that mentality. Right. Like very difficult to get yourself out of that, like I don't want to do anything, you know, type of mentality. Exactly, and
0: that action, like, creates the new emotion, so by you, like, forcing, like, you don't negotiate with your mind, like, your mind be like, I'm tired, and this and that, yeah, like, just say, when I say we go, we go, and, like, no negotiation, Mm -hmm. you will do that action, and then you will feel better, because, like, I don't know anybody who regrets a workout, you only regret not
1: working out. Yep, exactly, exactly, and And then once, like, once you start, you start, like, feeling better, you start wanting to like, you know, train more and like gradually with results, you know, mm-hmm. seeing progression, mm-hmm. you continue to remain motivated and like you get back on your grind. Yeah. So, exactly. Right. Do you feel sore anymore? Or do you ever like Yeah you did? Of course. Okay. Like, right. okay. So like um I did parkour, right? Yeah. And like I was like I was like I'm not gonna be sore. This is fine. I couldn't walk for like four days <laughs> <laughs> and my abs were sore as well (laughs) oh man you know jumping and tucking and bringing your knees to your chest requires a lot of core strength right Um, i i didn't think that i was going to be so sore but yeah
0: yeah because you're used to like stability core versus like like explosive core probably yeah yeah you're doing a lot of like balance work and like just like pure strength versus that explosivity i love that um well, like
1: you don't think about it you know exactly and then once, yeah once that happens you're like oh okay it's like <laughs> playing with little kids you're like oh my god i don't do this anymore yeah. like, how, how but did I? I used to jump all the time it's so yeah true. but it's an amazing feeling like it's it, such it, a good feeling to know that like wow like these are muscle groups that i don't activate on the daily yeah yeah because yeah. you're
0: doing something different like like people can look at you yeah. and be like, wow, she's like so in shape and, and incredible and strong and this and that. But everybody, every athlete has their own little like area where they don't excel. And that's, that's like a weakness that they're trying to grow so they can be a well-rounded athlete. Um, mm-hmm. And I love thinking about, you know, that every athlete has a coach, no matter like the best athletes in the world have coaches. And those mm-hmm. coaches probably aren't as like good athletically as the best athlete in the world right but they still have a coach someone to help push them and guide them So this is just a question for you like who is your coach or they could just be like kind of an inspiration someone that pushes you or motivates you to go further
1: I personally don't have a coach but I do have a lot of people that I'm surrounded by Uh who guide me in my training and it's such an incredible feeling to have people who care and want to help you succeed and improve as an athlete. So I have a lot of friends who, you know, in the calisthenics community, in the pole community, you know, you know, other people like who do parkour, who are willing to like help me and guide me and, you know, give me advice and tell me, Hey, like this, you know, like, let me help you out. Like, I see you're struggling on this. Like, you know, do you mind if I give you a tip or two? And I'm like, Yeah, absolutely, please. Yes, of course. Of <laughs> so, course. So yeah, with people like that, you know, it's you know, I wouldn't say I have like one coach, I could say that I have, you know, several people who definitely yeah. help me grow as an athlete. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: So what what advice would you give women who want to be able to do the things that you do, but like feel like they can't, or uh, say, oh, I don't have upper body strength, so I can't do that, I hear that all the time in pull, and I'm sure you do, too, it's like, well, then yeah. you do pull, and then you build the upper body strength, um, but, you know, what do you, what is your advice for women who want to feel like an athlete, or be able to do incredible things, but have some kind of, like, something that's stopping them?
1: Well, <laughs> I would just say, do it yeah. <laughs> go and do it yeah. don't hold yourself back just go and do it so like okay it sounds really simple but let me tell you it actually really is you go and you look up the class that you want to take so like for example you want to do pole and like that's yeah. your dream you've always wanted to pole go take a pole class There are so many beginner pole classes you yeah. think that you're the only human in the world who doesn't have the upper body strength to do pole you think I had the upper body strength to do pole I came and I couldn't climb the pole on my yeah. first day <laughs> it was the same it was the same yeah 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 and even being you know an ex-gymnast that did absolutely nothing for me I still was really weak and that's mm-hmm. completely normal that is absolutely normal that's you know you're not going to come in and be a pro on your first day yeah so of anything I would just say yeah exactly same with calisthenics you know when I first started calisthenics I could only do Like two chin ups, I couldn't do a single pull up, Mm. and I was I was like you know really weak, and that's totally fine because that's just how we all start. We all start somewhere, and then gradually, with training, with you know patience, with you know discipline, and telling yourself that you can, and you know you keep going and don't give up, you eventually gain the strength, and you're like wow, you know I made it this far, I did it. Yeah, how many years have you been doing each thing, gymnastics, calisthenics? Yeah, rhythmic gymnastics. <clears throat> I did for thirteen years. Then I started hand balancing mm. um, after I quit because I had this fabulous dream of being in Cirque du Soleil. Yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to be in Cirque du Soleil. You um, could. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I need a lot of training. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so I did hand balancing. So let's say I started in. 2012 okay so yeah that's like what seven years Mm -hmm. okay um and then I started pole dancing in 2013 so that's Mm -hmm. six years and then I started calisthenics cool yeah that's awesome yay that's awesome (laughs) um and then I started calisthenics in the end of like 2014 that's true because I feel like I've been following you since
0: those pole days and then yeah. I saw you like start to gradually the transition.: yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, yeah. the last question I have, um, and I asked to all of my guests on the Teno podcast, is, what does it mean and what in, in your opinion, to train like a gymnast?
1: Okay, so for me personally, I would say, as a gymnast, you know, we have been told the same like corrections over and over and over again so it like becomes drilled in your head so Mm -hmm. I feel like training like a gymnast would be like any kind of sport we take on after or anything that we do in general that we take on after uh gymnastics all those you know comments that were drilled into our head we apply them to our like daily life like you know I don't know something like For example, like if we're doing a different sport, like I have this tendency of telling myself, point your toes, straighten your knees, arms straight, chin up, (laughs) shoulders back, chest open. You know, like you have that drilled in your head for the rest of your life and I feel like you apply it. So it's like you become your own coach. Yeah. So it's like, I personally would say like train like a gymnast would be like, you're basically like your own coach for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like so embedded in your head. Yeah. Um, but that's what makes it great. Like you learn to push yourself. Like you even like tell yourself, like you can do this. You got this, like push yourself, like keep going. You, yeah. you, like, I don't know. It's like that that's mentality. True. And like, you know, you just hear your coach's voices in your head all the time. I yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just me and I'm crazy. I don't know. No, it's, I think a lot of
0: gymnasts relate to that. And even like athletes in general who played a sport, like if it's yeah. Training at least, I mean, at least 15 hours a week, for your sport, like, you're with that coach, and they become, like, your second parent, so it's like yeah. you're being raised, and you hear that, just like you can hear your parents' exactly. voice, you can hear your coach's voice, and I think that's totally true, this was yeah incredible, it was a lot of value packed in here, um, a lot of good points, and I can't wait for, you know, for everyone to, to get to know who you are, and, um, can't wait to edit this and share it so um so <laughs> to sign off go ahead and just give you know where people can find you get a hold of you and see what
1: you do thank you everyone so much for listening and you can find me on my instagram which is russianr 3 v and if you want to see my content you can come visit my page thank you so much
0: Thank you so much for listening. I know there are hundreds, thousands of podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed this episode, there's more coming to you, so be sure to hit subscribe to not miss our next episode. If you're interested in training like a gymnast, go ahead to trainlikeagymnast.com and see if you qualify. Until next time, show the world what you've got. Be outstanding.